Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good evening, fellow deplorables. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Happy you joined us tonight here at your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. I'm thrilled to have you with us this evening. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open. You can reach us at 316-869-1330. Email me at john at knssradio.com. On Facebook, as always, you can find me on Facebook at The John Whitmer Show and on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Make sure you reach out. I love hearing from you. I, I get a bunch of emails. I do try and respond. I even respond to the jerks. Uh, my response to the jerks is usually thank you for sharing. I will give your cons- your comments all the time and consideration they deserve, but at least I respond to the jerks. So, uh, oh, thank you. Thank you, Dave. Yes, at least I respond. I, you know, I returned all the emails when I was in the house. I might as well do it when I'm, you know, out of the house, at least temporarily. Uh, so we've got a great show planned for you tonight. Mark Walters, host of Armed American Radio, will join us to kick off the 8 o'clock hour to discuss the latest efforts by gun control advocates to strip us of our Second Amendment rights. We'll talk about whether or not President Biden should issue blanket student loan forgiveness with Kristen Tate from the Independent Women's Voice. Yeah, I'm not even going to address how to pay for that boondoggle. I'll discuss the revolving liberal door at the DNC's favorite network, MSNBC, with Jeremy Murphy, I know all of you are, are looking forward to seeing Jen Psaki on MSNBC based on the ratings. I'm sure none of you are watching anyway. But uh, Jeremy Murphy is the former vice president of communications at CBS, so he can give us some insights into that. We'll expose the dangers of the current assault on the libs of TikTok Twitter page by the legacy media. If you're not familiar, this is a compelling story. I, I Open up your Twitter app. Go find libs of TikTok and follow it. And we'll talk a little bit about it with Curtis Houck from Newsbusters here coming up. And joining us in studio at 730, we'll talk about the Libertarian Party platform 
with Spike Cohen. The Libertarians were in town. The State Libertarian Party was held this weekend. Spike Cohen, their 2020 Libertarian Party vice presidential candidate, will be with us in studio. So we got a great show planned for you. And, of course, we'll take your calls on the 45s at 869-1330, unless I get off on a tangent, in which case we'll take them when we can. So that's the plan. Um, I know most of you were probably struggling to buy groceries and gas and, you know, putting putting food on the table. But uh, while you were doing that, President Biden this week was hobnobbing at a high-dollar fundraiser at the Portland Yacht Club. Um, yeah, it, it just shows how out of touch they are. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they had that as a very tightly controlled event. But no cameras were allowed. Transcripts of his speech were leaked to the media. And during the barely coherent speech, he did take time to specifically attack Florida Republicans for passing legislation that protected parental rights. I I mean, it's just it shows how out of touch Democrats are and how out of touch the whole woke establishment is. The media wants you to think of, of Joe Biden as this lovable uncle who blurts out the occasional bad word and someone who's, I don't know, very touchy. But in reality, he's a creepy old man who once called family-friendly Christians forces of intolerance. And, th- and this is the attitude that, that the left and, and the liberal legacy media and the woke crowd have. And what Dementia Joe isn't really the problem in this case. The problem is this woke mob, and Joe is just trying to provide cover for these woke corporations who are now caving to the radical fringes of our country. And I say fringe because they are loud, though they're loud and the legacy media seems to love them. This woke fringe is small, and we outnumber these idiots substantially. We just need to get more energized because they are much more energized than we are. If those of us who claim to have traditional values would simply align them With every decision that we make in life, especially our spending decisions, these crazies, including corporate America, would fall into a line and America could change overnight because it's always about the money, folks. That's what motivates these people. You know, Sharpton used to all kinds of, of threats to boycott products, and so they'd pay him off. Same thing here. If we start walking with our pocketbook... Trust me, these corporations will stop kowtowing. Maybe Americans have finally had enough because we're starting to see the American public pushing back with their wallets. Take Netflix, for example. Netflix, I don't know, Dave, if you've seen this, they're rolling out a new woke programming on their streaming platform. It's the latest rollout uh, in a trend of, shall we say, woke programming uh, this one is a show that has a, a gentleman getting pregnant called he's expecting and I, I don't know i i didn't even bother to watch the preview i'll be honest i just sort of read the little blurb about it but it's called he's expecting and it's a new show about a man men getting pregnant of course <laughs> it must be science fiction but whatever that's the show premise in response to this and other woke programming Netflix stock and membership are plummeting. Shares of Netflix cratered more than 20% last week. On the last week of the company reported a loss of 200,000 subscribers 
during the first quarter. This is the first time the streaming service has reported a subscriber loss in more than a decade. This is a direct response to that kind of programming. And by the way, men can't get pregnant. Just just breaking news here. This is, I don't want to shock anybody, but that's, trust the science. There's the science. Even comics, which have previously been impervious to market trends, recessions, etc., are beginning to get hit when they go woke. Now, the woke mob rule tactics are now hitting comics, and of course, the comic book makers are caving. In the upcoming DC Pride 2022 analogy, or excuse me, anthology, Hawk, the son of Oliver Queen and successor to the Green Arrow mantle, will come out as asexual. Most recently, DC Comments announced that Tim Drake, the boy wonder, uh, is bisexual. HBO Max is producing a new series that features an openly gay character called Aqualad, and the new Superman has a boyfriend. So this is the trend at DC Comics. I guarantee you the gifted artists who created Superman, Robin, and Aquaman, and the son of Green Arrow, intended for those characters to be heterosexual. But the woke mob doesn't care. Fortunately, Americans do. And they are rejecting the woke Superman in droves as DC comic sales are in the gutter and described as terrifying. DC Comics actually has only one non-Batman title in the top 40 of comic book sales, and the woke Superman son of Kal-El went from number six in November before he came out to not even appearing in the top 50 in December after he came out. That's a drop of thousands of readers, and who could blame them? In recent issues, the new Superman lent his caped superpowers to a gay pride parade, a school strike for climate justice, advocated for illegal immigrants, and then went on a date with a male reporter after donning his father's cape. And this is a comic book. I mean, you know, no wonder Lex Luthor's winning. This is asinine. As they say, go woke, go broke. If Americans won't stop frequenting these companies... They'll start to feel it if we do. It's time for corporations to get back to doing things in the best interests of their customers, their shareholders, their employees, and operate efficiently. Make profits, stay out of politics. It's that simple. Even the courts are finally accepting that the woke agenda has gone too far. A Shawnee State University professor who refused to use the preferred pronouns of a biologically male student in 2018 just won a $400,000 settlement from the school in a legal settlement last week. Philosophy professor Nicholas Merriweather is also now permitted to use or avoid using titles or pronouns when referring to or addressing students as part of the agreement. The university is also rescinding a warning it issued him More than three years ago, the Ohio University forced this professor to defend what used to be a common belief, that nobody should be forced to contradict their core beliefs just to keep their job, and finally, common sense won. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. (laughs) Pretty straightforward. And nobody should have to common sense deny common sense. 
The annual Easter egg hunt in Eaton, Eaton, Pennsylvania, turned into a battle of church and state this week after town officials initially caved to a local resident who complained about the word Easter. It's an Easter egg hunt. This is the woke mob. And now it's time for us to stop enabling these woke bullies. We need to stand up to the radical fringe. And when necessary, take our business elsewhere. Remind companies that if they go woke, they will go broke. Am I the only one willing to bleed? Take a we'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, coming up after the break, we'll talk about whether or not Joe Biden should issue blanket student loan forgiveness with Kristen Tate from the Independent Women's Voice. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Burning on the ground, another statue coming down in a town Spring rains are coming. Is your sump pump working properly? Are you worried about your house flooding? Call us for an inspection or free estimate on a reliable backup system. Don't wait till it's too late. Call Bowers Plumbing at 263-1011 and schedule your sump pump inspection today. If something's not right, Bowers can fix it. Bowers Plumbing, Wichita's trusted plumber since 1955. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Spilled your milkshake? Quick, the quicker picker upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to your milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than your... Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of a new LG laundry pair with Turbo Wash 3D that provides a powerful yet gentle clean in just 29 minutes, making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Save up to $700 on LG laundry with your choice of top load or front load LG high capacity laundry pairs at the Home Depot. Valid April 21st to May 11th, U.S. only gas dryer extra, wash by glass, see store for details. Odyssey is looking for an experienced digital and radio account executive to join our team. Odyssey seeks an experienced, self-motivated sales professional to develop and sell advertising and marketing campaigns to new and existing clients with an emphasis on new business development and digital sales. The account executive will use a wide variety of Odyssey's products in their portfolio to solicit businesses for advertising in their on-air, non-traditional Traditional and digital platforms. If you are interested in a career in radio, submit your resume to odysseyinc.com slash careers. We are an equal opportunity and affirmative action employer. There's a lot of talk about supply chains and chip shortages. I don't pay much attention to that. Maybe a new truck isn't an option, but taking care of the one you have should be. Keep the tires inflated, wash it, wax it, and protect it with a grill guard, bed cover, and guard it spray on bed liner. If you love something, show it. Take care of it and it will take care of you. Continental Truck Accessories. Don't F it up. Let us truck it up. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. A little Aerosmith kick off this segment. So progressive Democrats are continuing to push President Biden to cancel all student loan debt. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Just, just cancel your debts. Just, just ignore them. They'll go away. The U.S. Department of Education announced a plan on Tuesday to address the quote-unquote long-standing failures within the federal student loan programs, which will result in the immediate forgiveness of student loan debt for at least 40,000 people. The plan is also set to help another 3.6 million people get closer to having their debts cleared. Hmm. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Sorry, just in fantasy land here. According to the Education Department, but will it actually do what they say, or will it in fact be welfare for middle and upper classes? Joining us now to tell us whether or not President Biden should actually take this next step is Kristen Tate. She's a visiting fellow at the Independent Women's Voice. Kristen, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Hi, John. Thank you so much for having me. So, Kristen, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong here, and I don't mean to be, you know, mean or you know, a naysayer, but I paid my own college tuition bills. So, but tell me, I mean, the numerous student loan pauses that we've seen as well as these liberal demands to fully forgive student loans, it seems like it has nothing to do with the pandemic and everything to do with a political goal ahead of the 2022 midterms. Or am I wrong? Am I just being cynical? No, you're, you're exactly right. So we have the White House and Jen Psaki specifically telling us that the economy is doing great and that, you know, the economy is really bouncing back thanks to Joe Biden's great leadership and things have never been better. And then at the same time, they're telling us, oh, but, uh, you know, people are really being killed with their student loan debt. So we need to, to have the taxpayers to bail them out. So that right there is kind of a conflicting message. But regardless, of course, by bailing out student loan debt, uh, you are you're saddling taxpayers uh, with with debt that they don't deserve. And oftentimes uh, we, we would be subsidizing degrees that are not being used in our economy and are not a good investment for taxpayers. If, if someone decides and makes the ill advised decision using their free will to get a sixty thousand dollar a year degree in lesbian dance theory or gender studies <laughs> or art history and then can't is shocked that they can't find a good paying job, uh, you know, why should the taxpayers subsidize that sixty thousand dollar a year degree by bailing them out? It, it's not a good investment for the taxpayers. And as you teased earlier on in the segment, uh, you know, most uh, these these degree holders tend to be more upper and middle income than their you know high school diploma holding cohorts. So it just uh, it it just doesn't make any sense, and it's basically just a payoff for the midterm. No, you're right. Ninety two percent of student loan debt is held by the federal government, 
not by private banks, as the left likes to make it out. So we're literally sitting at a situation where it is a massive redistribution of wealth footed, you know, paid for by the taxpayers. And more than 43 million borrowers are carrying $1.6 trillion in outstanding federal student loan debt, according to the Education Data Initiative. So liberal Democrats, you know, not only is there tons of money out there, Liberal Democrats are now saying that this plan doesn't go far enough. They want all of it forgiven. That's, like I said, $1.6 trillion. Where are they going to come up with that money? Right. Well, of course, it would just add to the inflation. We don't have the money. It would just be printed. Uh, Some of it could be funded with tax dollars from working stiff. But, um, you know, I I do have some sympathy for these people with debt. I mean, it's true when you're in high school, guidance counselors make you feel like you'll be a total failure if you don't go to college. There's no discussion about, you know, what kinds of degrees lead to high paying jobs, what's a good investment. But if we were to bail out all of these people with debt, what is that going to do? That is going to incentivize waves of more students to go and get overpriced degrees that are not a good return on investment, and it makes the problem significantly worse. These people need to pay back their debts, and we must have a discussion as a country about this problem, about the high debt, the high tuition prices that have become absurd. And by the way, the reason they're so high is because of the government, because government, the, the federal government is, is paying and, and giving these loans to kids, regardless of the kid's credit score or the return on investment on the degree, most kids can qualify for as much aid as they need from the federal government. So they don't care, you know, $60,000, $70,000 a year for a theater degree. Okay. You know, at the time, an 18 year old doesn't really think about the fact that they're going to have to pay that back. So they get the, they get the, the loan from the federal government. And then one, two, even three decades later, they're still struggling to pay off that debt. So if we actually want to fix this problem, we've got to get the federal government out of the college tuition game altogether. And then you're going to see colleges really start having to compete based on price. But that's just not happening right now. No, and if you look at the the dynamics of who these borrowers are, the richest 40% of the American public holds 60% of the student loan debt, while the bottom 40% holds just 20% of the debt. By 2019, over half of student loan debt was held by those with master's or doctor's degrees. So in other words, those the Democrats want us to bail out are typically the best financial position to pay off their own debts. Why should folks who pay off their college loans or didn't even go to college be expected to foot the bill for today's college graduates. I mean, Joe Lunchpail shouldn't have to foot that bill. That's exactly right. I have plenty of people in my family who didn't go to college. I come from a working class family up in New Hampshire. Uh, I've got a cousin who's a carpenter, and, uh, you know, he didn't go to college. His family couldn't afford it. And, you know, his tax dollars are going to be going towards paying off these, you know, gender theory master's degree holders' (laughs) debt. It's just, it's so insulting. Uh, But look, I mean, even if they found some way to only 
pay off the debts of people making under certain uh, under a certain amount that makes no sense either because if you look at the earning power of degree holders over the long term they do make significantly more money over their lives like we all know college degree holders may start at a low paying job or even an unpaid internship but over the long haul they do make more money than their peers that don't have college degrees and even if they found some way john to only forgive the 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 debts of those who uh, would not make more money in the long term, that also makes no sense because at that point you're just paying down the debt of people who really made a poor investment decision, like doctors, lawyers, uh, you know, CPAs. These kinds of professions are in demand in the economy. So if you get yourself into debt getting a degree to pursue one of these professions, you're likely going to do okay. But if we somehow targeted people who are not set to make a lot of money in the long term, that's when you start subsidizing degrees um, in these really obscure studies that just are not in demand in the economy, particularly the liberal arts obscure studies uh, in like Russian literature and all of this. I mean, it's just... It doesn't make any sense, no matter how a deal like this would be structured, which leads me to believe it really all is about the Democrats trying to pay off voters ahead of the midterms because they've got nothing else to run on. I mean, everything is the disaster for the Biden administration right now. No, you're you're right. We're, we're talking with Kristen Tate from the Independent Women's Voice. And, and I'm glad you mentioned the earning power because overall, those with college degrees do earn about $900,000 more over their lifetime than those with just high school diplomas. But for me, I just can't fathom why anyone would expect one class of particularly lower income earners to pay for the elite education of another higher income or potentially higher income earners and get nothing in return for them. And for this, you know, the Democrats, those who are pushing this are the same people who say that certain people should be quote unquote paying their fair share. Well, now this is the opposite. Why don't college degree folks pay their fair share and at least pay your own debts? It just I, right. It, yeah, this isn't even about paying your own fair share right. of taxes. It's just about paying debt that you willingly took out. No one forced you to take out a sixty-five thousand dollar a year loan to go study, you know, stage management or whatever it is at these colleges. Uh, and now, you know, you're shocked that you're working, you know, a $20 an hour job five years after graduation. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, you know, here's here's what I keep thinking about. You know, back in the Bill Clinton days, uh, the Democratic Party was really about union workers, laborers. And, and we've seen that really change. A lot of those union workers and laborers have gone over to the GOP. And if they if they forgive student debt. For these these kids who tend to, you know, as you mentioned, be higher earners, be part of the elite class, the elite classes, that is really going to turn off those labor workers, those union people who used to be blue dog Democrats and are already feeling alienated by today's Democratic Party. You're going to see all those people really uh, uh, just be offended by this if, if we if we wipe out the debt. For these high earners who took out ill-advised loans to the tunes of, of hundreds of thousands of dollars each, 
So I actually think even though the Democrats think this will be an electoral boon for them, uh, it really might backfire on them and, and hurt them with another group of voters who tend to vote in higher numbers and be more numerous, which is uh, baby boomers particularly, but even younger workers who are in you know the blue-collar type jobs and, and union workers. I think you're right. Some guy who's or or you know gal who's out at at Spirit pounding rivets shouldn't be paying off the degree of somebody who chose to study non-binary basket weaving. It's just, uh, it, it makes no sense. Uh, I, I shared a link to your recent story on the John Whitmer show Facebook page, but if folks want to read more of stuff that you've written or that you guys have available, it's IVF or IVW rather dot org. And you're on Twitter at Kristen B Tate, correct? That's right. And Kristen is spelled K R I S T I N. Kristen B Tate. Perfect. And it's IVW.org. Kristen, thank you again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, my friend. Thank you so much for having me, John. We'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, coming up after the break, we'll talk about whether or not President Biden should. Well, he just did that. I just did that. I don't know. You know what? Somebody put something in my coffee. And I, you know what's funny is is I've been sitting here prior to the show talking with our next guest. And I think that's what threw me off. We'll be talking with Libertarian Party Platform. Uh, the, talking about the party platform. I should just start this whole thing over. Spike Cohen will be with us next. You know who you're listening to. I'm attorney John Rapp, and our team at Hinkle Law Firm stands ready and willing to help you or your business with any criminal defense investigation. If you've been contacted by law enforcement or have been arrested, please call me at 316-267-2000. This weather report is brought to you by Midwest Kia. We want to see you in a Midwest Kia. A quiet evening for the Wichita areas. We'll see mostly clear skies. 44 degrees, though, by early Monday morning. Look for north winds to stay on the breezy side. For Monday, plenty of sunshine, 65 degrees in the afternoon, with north winds gusting up over 20 miles per hour. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. Roger Stern. Another fruitless day in the search for the Texas National Guardsman who went missing in the Rio Grande Friday and has now been publicly identified as Specialist Bishop Evans. The state of Texas, as well as federal resources with Border Patrol, have been searching for this soldier, still unable to find his body. They've had to call off the search multiple times, call out the dive teams multiple times because the river's currents have just been so strong. Fox's Bill Malugin, Specialist Evans presumably drowned while rescuing two migrants. French President Emmanuel Macron is pledging to unite his country following today's victory over far-right challenger Marine Le Pen. I am no longer a candidate for a party, but I am everyone's president. That translation from France 24. Apparently Macron won by almost 20 points. America is listening to Fox News. This is the Sean Hannity Show. It looks like this new variant, what they call BA.2, or or I'll call it Omicron 2.0, really on the rise in about half the states in the U.S. And, you know, now one has to wonder, okay, well, what's next after this? Oh, if, it, if it's happening during the election, we know what that means. That means, oh, we'll, we'll have more mail-in balloting. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 
live Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. A little Creedence Clearwater Revival, a little CCR. That's a, that's a good, I think, appropriate for our, our, our next <laughs> guest. So, the Kansas Libertarian Party held their 2022 state convention here in Wichita this weekend. One of the primary purposes for the event was the election of candidates who will represent their party on the November 2022 general election ballot. The Libertarian Party, many of you may not know this, it's the third largest political party in the U.S. However, Libertarians have consistently failed to win elections, which begs the question, why are the Libertarians struggling to resonate with voters. Joining us now to talk about the event, the Libertarian Party platform, is Spike Cohen. He was a featured speaker at the event. He was also the 2020 Libertarian Party candidate for vice president, coming in third place in the 2020 election. Spike, thanks for joining us this evening. Yeah, thanks for having me on, John. I appreciate it, man. Well, no, it's really cool. I, I've had people in the past who said, you know, they think that I'm a Libertarian, or and I definitely have Libertarian tendencies. Mm -hmm. I just door knocked with my mother for Ronald Reagan's gubernatorial reelection so yes. i kind of have to be a republican it's just sort of in the blood she she was he a republican then oh shut up call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You see, now, yes, I, yeah, I know where you're going, smart Alec. I know where you're going. So, for my listeners, but you know what? I'm, I'm the only one allowed to be a smart Alec. I caught myself. Uh, so, for my listeners who are unfamiliar with the Libertarian Party, give us just a kind of a basic idea. I mean, I'll go into some of the more specifics sure, on the sure, platform, sure. but what basically what's a Libertarian? A nutshell, yeah. yeah. So Libertarians, long and short of it is Libertarians believe that you should have autonomy over yourself, your life, your rights, your body, your labor, and the product of your labor, which is your property. And we believe that when uh, someone tries to take from you, when they try to hurt you, when they try to uh, violate your rights, violate your property, try to steal from you against your will, uh, not only we consider that an act of aggression, and not only is that bad from a moral standpoint, it's, it's what we tell children. You don't hurt people. You don't take their stuff. It also doesn't work. If I can take from you whenever I want to, if I can order you around and I don't have to prove that any of that has any value, then things aren't going to work well because I don't have to demonstrate that what I'm having you do or what I'm making you do or what I'm taking from you is going to be in your best interest other than if you don't go along with it, I'm going to hurt you. And so that's what we have now. It's a system that's run on, on coercion and sort of this threat of harm if you don't comply it's not a good system there's too little too much power in the hands of too few people and libertarians want to dismantle that and put the power back in the hands of the people and when you say when somebody takes from you you, you libertarians include the government including in that. uh, the government okay. that's and correct. i i agree there's definitely I mean, we've talked before the show we mm-hmm. talked about civil asset forfeiture absolutely the great example of yes the government taking uh i reviewed the kansas libertarian website which mm-hmm. is lpks.org if anybody wants to check it out Uh, In the statement of principles, and by and large, just as an overarching statement, by and large, I think your party platform and the Republican Party platform, which I've actually helped write in the past, Mm -hmm. they're they're not too far apart on a lot of issues. Oh, there's a lot Um, of overlap. Oh, yeah. We we hold that all adults are capable of deciding what's best for themselves, their families, their communities, recognize that all individuals have the right to exercise sole dominion. This is kind of what you were saying. Mm -hmm. We have the right to live in whatever they choose. So, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Um but the question is, so long as they don't do okay, – we have the right to live in whatever manner they choose so long as they do not forcibly or forcibly interfere with the equal rights of others to live mm-hmm. in whatever manner they choose. Yeah. That sounds a little anarchistic to me. I mean, it's basically free for all on what I want to do on my property. They, you, you would have no limits then on what – guy wants to put up a 40-foot tower that whatever to worship the Church of the Spaghetti Monster in and in a homeowner's association – you would support that's his right. Well, no, so if you're in a homeowners association, you, that's a private agreement okay. between home, homeowners under a, a master deed that everyone has agreed to, either when it was developed, when it was made, or when you buy into it. So no, I mean it, 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 an HOA or any kind of private organization where people have voluntarily agreed gotcha. to the standards. The problem is when government is forcing something on you, you don't really get to agree to that. You know, we're, we're told by the progressive left all the time there's a social contract and you signed oh, it the yeah. moment you were oh, born, yeah, 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 which yeah. of course wouldn't apply to anything else, right? You have right. to have established and informed consent, except for the social contract, that, right. which is when you were born in this very moment and we own you. Um, and no, and only we, we, after you're born. And not, only yeah, after right. you're born, right. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> at, at the very moment of birth, you suddenly have signed a contract, <laughs> uh, fully informed of, of such. But um, what we believe is that when it's being enforced upon you, if there is to be a government, 
Okay, And if it is to be just, and this is straight out of the Declaration of Independence, a government, if it is to be tolerable, it only should be protecting your life, your rights, and your property and defending it and affirming it. And that's it. It shouldn't be telling you how to live. It shouldn't be taking from you against your will. It shouldn't be forcing things on you that you don't want or forcing your will on others. Like and vaccines or mask mandates. Any of that. that. Okay. And, and, and if it does, we have the right to alter or abolish it. And see, that, I think... If you look at it in that way, in that regard, it's very old constitutional. It's very. The, it's actually pre-constitutional. Right. Well, yeah, it's revolutionary yes, it is, stuff. Yes, it is very core of what the and and I yep. think you've seen as our government has grown as yep. power does. Oh yeah, it tends to corrupt. Um, the, let's see. The, the first principle that you guys had on the Kansas platform is mm-hmm. the right to life. Yep. Accordingly, we support the prohibition of the initiation of force against others. Does mm-hmm. the right to life for libertarians include? Uh, the unborn. Yeah. It, uh, so what? No, oh, I was saying yeah to to the question. The first part. So uh, the is actually quite a debate that is in the libertarian movement and in the party about well, when does personhood begin? Because personhood would begin when personhood begins. Then that would be when, as a person, you have the right to the same thing you would have as as you or I as grown adults. Um, there are some that believe it happens at conception. There are others that believe that it happens at birth. There are some that believe it happens when the, the heartbeat begins or when there's brain right. activity. Same there's, debate. There's all sorts of debate and, 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 and a lack of, of a solid consensus on when personhood begins and therefore when they have those rights. I can tell you, if we're, if we're talking about abortion, I, have a, a, I consider myself pro-life. I think that abortions are a gruesome and usually regrettable practice. I think it would make much more sense for us to focus on providing support to those who are considering uh, aborting for economic reasons, for financial reasons, which is the, what the vast majority of women get them for when they're asked. Um, I think that the war on drugs has brought us more drugs. The war on terrorism has brought us more terrorism. The war on poverty has brought us more poverty. I don't want a war on abortion. And that's, that's, uh, that's my take on it. That's a fair statement. That's a, and we'll get to the drug part, trust me. Um, <laughs> the right the drug to, question. The, the, the drug question. The right of liberty and speech. Uh, again, uh, a core principle I think both parties would agree on. Um, and I know it, you, you guys uh, oppose all attempts to government by government to abridge the freedom of speech in the mm. press. Right now there's a lot going on with you know, the issues of CRT being yep. taught yep. in schools, age-appropriate you know, textbooks. Yep. Yep. Things, you know, gender and sex being taught to kindergartners. Doesn't government have a role to play in that, though, to protect, you know, a child, a a four-year-old from in a school being taught about gender when a parent doesn't want that to happen? I trust parents more than I do politicians. I agree. But the problem is these, a lot of cases, the schools are cutting the parent out. Well, and that is a problem. It's also, and and the core problem there is that government really should not be involved in education. Uh, Government schools uh, if they were not always from the beginning, they certainly have become government indoctrination centers. And so what you have now is you have these like factions of parents deciding what every student is going to be taught. And I, it, that's a direct result of, of democratizing and governmentalizing education. It should have never happened. Now, to your question, I think instead of having government say this shouldn't be allowed to be taught or this should be required to be taught, I think instead what you do is you either get government out of education entirely or you allow whatever money is being spent on a child to be assigned to that child and for the, the parents, parent to decide yes. where they're being taught. Yes. And then 
then that no longer is a problem because it's the parent deciding what that library says by virtue of sending their children to the school with the libraries that they agree with and that align with their value. There are going to be some people that they want their children to be taught yep. CRT and intersectional feminism and, and, and gender fluidity and all these things. And that's if that's, that's what great. they want, yep. then that's their I right. Agree. And I if agree. you want your children to be taught a, a, a traditional religious values and, you know, a, a gender binary and, and you know, and whatever they want to be taught, uh, then they should have the right to be able to do that. And if for the vast majority of, of p- parents who are probably somewhere in between those those two poles, they should be allowed to decide what their children are being taught. More importantly, by having the money assigned to the child, then there's more accountability for the educators. And, you know, they aren't just getting endless money, even if they don't do well. I uh, we're talking, by the way, with Spike Cohen, who was the 2020 libertarian candidate for vice president. I guess the first time I've had a vice presidential candidate on the show. Vice presidential I, bronze medalist. I, I, I no have less. had a I have had a presidential candidate on the show, and we had Newt Gingrich on, but I haven't had wow. a uh, haven't haven't had a, a vice presidential candidate. Awesome. On. Uh, reviewing, you know, some of these other platform issues. There's a lot we can talk about. Mm -hmm. What I want to do is take a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk the drug question. The lightning round. We'll we'll break out the brownies and the Doritos, okay? (laughs) Stick around. uh, You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. My oak tree had been infested with scale insects. Those guys are nasty. No matter what I did, they kept coming back. Arbor Masters came to the rescue with the best customer service that I have ever experienced. Arbor Masters really know what they're doing, and I wish that more businesses had the same standards for overall service. Arbor Masters, ISA certified, honest, and professional, making you look good on the outside. Call 838-3111 or online at arbormasters.com. Steve and Ted Mornings. Here's one out of New York for you. New York Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin has been indicted and arrested on corruption charges. Prosecutors say when Benjamin was a New York State Senator, he took bribes in the form of campaign contributions from a real estate developer in exchange for approving a $50,000 state grant. Uh, Benjamin is pleading not guilty and his campaign denies any wrongdoing. Shocking that there are corrupt officials in Albany. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Coast to coast AM. They're great for insomniacs. Long-term insomniacs. We're here when you can't sleep. Because I would hear voices. Ghost activity in my home. She saw him come out of the wall, across the floor, and under the baseboard. And here if you never sleep again. And then I jolted awake. I mean, I ran out of the house 2 o'clock in the morning, and I wouldn't go back in the house. That scared the hell out of me. Coast to Coast AM. I sleep now with three nightlights. I'm going to have to sleep my life on tonight. Overnights on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. We're going to get right to it. With us still is Spike Cohen, who was uh, the Libertarian Party's Mm -hmm. 2020 candidate for vice president. Um, All right, let's let's 
uh, let me establish first off that I think the two parties would find common ground on gun rights. It seems like we're almost in unison on, on gun rights. At least gun in rights. theory, yes. I, I'd like to see Republican politicians practice what they preach at the federal level, but yes. Yeah, I, yes. That's a fair statement. Yes. Yeah, I, in, in, hands in, off our guns In word, a, if not in deed, yes. would be a yeah. pretty straightforward libertarian concept. Yeah, Donald Trump saying take the guns first, due process later would certainly not fall yeah, in well, with the libertarian. That, I, I could see that. Um, <laughs> one personal liberty area where I think the two parties – may diverge probably Mm -hmm. the most Mm -hmm. is regarding the legalization of drugs the kansas libertarian party platform calls for an end to the prohibition of any drug yes i mean it's one thing right now kansas is Mm -hmm. considering legalizing marijuana for medical use Mm -hmm. but that platform calls for the legalizing crack cocaine meth and fentanyl all of them I mean, how do you yes. uh, how do you justify that? So the assumption there obviously is we want everyone doing drugs, right? Or, or no, or, or, I don't think you yeah. want them. Yeah, but you want people to be able to if they want to. Here's my perspective on that. Fentanyl. John. I was uh, I was a drug addict for the better part of ten years. I've been clean for sixteen years now. Congrats. I am That's no fan easy. of drugs at all. I don't drink alcohol. I don't drink coffee at this point. I I I live a very very clean life. I saw, we've all saw what happened 100 years ago with the war on alcohol, the exact same same thing that's happening with the war on drugs. And let's be clear, alcohol can be a deadly drug. Alcohol is technically a poison. Oh, yeah. Um, And what happened, you know, they were going to solve their society's ails by by banning alcohol. But what did it do? It created a massive, massive cartel. Those cartels turned around, paid off the the police to look the, the other way. They paid off the politicians to keep the cartel going by keeping prohibition going it corrupted government at all levels not just on that uh you saw this divide between the police and the public where the public thought up until that point they thought the police were there to enforce you know protection on them but now increasingly they were there to collect revenue uh from people that were uh involved in the alcohol trade uh there was a the uh, uh product itself was less safe uh, uh, either from the fact that the people that were producing it uh, weren't exactly committed to uh, to you know safe production practices. These are literal cartels. We actually, in some cases, have the government poisoning the supply of alcohol uh, in order to. to I know. So I'm not disagreeing with any of this. This is but what has happened is with legalizing meth and crack and the other. Yep. I, I just got to say that that's I mean, it's one thing to say marijuana. So even though I think there's there, well, there's medical evidence says yeah, yeah, there's yeah. downsides to marijuana use. But I mean, we're talking a whole nother level when you're, you want to legalize. You're going to find very few people. PCP. In, you're going to find very few people, including those that are taking them, that believe that those are good or beneficial things. So I, why I, legalize what, all drugs? Because we need to look at why people are getting addicted to heroin and to meth. And it often is because of the war on drugs. I have talked to countless people who were But is reached, legalizing it the solution? It is the solution of being able to get them care instead of criminalizing them and killing the cartels for good instead of having them sponsored by the CIA and the DEA to compete against the Chinese and Russian-sponsored cartels in Central and South America, which incidentally is leading to the political turmoil and violence that's causing right. the which surge on the border. So it, it, this is... is it. it I think part of the problem is that there is a perception that there is a way to end all addiction. And there isn't. But what we can do is we can treat addiction like what it is, a health problem, instead of putting people in prison for being addicts 
which, by the way, the vast majority of drug dealers are actually people that are selling part of their supply to be able to afford their own. Yeah, that's that's documented. They're not getting kingpins. They're getting addicts who need help. Yeah. And instead of giving them help, we give them a criminal record, which incidentally costs exponentially more to the taxpayer and to our society that getting them help would get. Now, we're not proposing taxpayer funded rehab or anything like that. We're proposing allowing people to help those that are in need instead of them being criminalized at a massive cost to the taxpayer, massive cost to our safety with criminal gang violence to protect turf uh, for, for drugs. If someone is going to be using meth, if someone is going to be using fentanyl, if someone is going to be using heroin, I would like them to be able to get it as safely as possible without relying on cartels and gangs for it. That's fair. That's a fair. And, you know, we could probably go round and around. And don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. not necessarily opposed to the general concepts of yeah. the reasoning. Well, no, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not opposed to the general reasoning behind it. Yeah. It's just I don't know if that's the right solution. It's not going to be a utopia. I'm not going to pretend that. I'm not going to pretend it's a utopia. I am going to say that it would kill the cartels. It would kill the gang violence. It would allow a lot of people who, uh, incidentally, we're talking about cannabis and other things. You mean marijuana? uh, I refuse to call it it cannabis. I'm not going to play their words. Whatever it is, (laughs) cannabis, marijuana, whatever you want to call it. We can talk about that. Uh, That's actually been one of the, that and Kratom and some of these other things that are either illegal or heavily regulated are some of the most effective ways to get people off of opiates and other hard drugs. Let me ask you this. I want to get to this before I, because we're coming up on my top of the hour break. The Libertarian Party as a whole, I mean, over 7,300 senators and representatives currently in state legislatures mm-hmm. across mm-hmm. the country, none are libertarians. Uh, one is, actually one. Is there one We now? do have one. We finally have one. Have one. <laughs> okay, well, uh, my, my figures were one out of 7,400. Yes. Um, you know, Ross Perot, mm-hmm. he refused to exit that race. He wasn't libertarian, but he was a third-party candidate. And many believe, myself included, that led to Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. You had Greg Orman here the last cycle around that took 10,000 votes away, probably away from Chris Kobach, mm-hmm. which gave us Laura Kelly. Here locally, we are stuck with a radical liberal Democrat in Mayor Whipple because Lindy Wells stayed in that race. So what do you say to folks who worry that you know the Libertarian Party is taking away votes from Republicans who we've established – Share the, I, I would say, of the majority or a bulk of your platform sh- is paired with the Republican Party platform. Sure. So aren't you taking away votes and, and enabling Democrats by running? Well, so I do want to correct one thing. Libertarians have won hundreds of races. We do have hundreds of elected officials. They're mostly at the local level. Fair. At the state level and at the federal level, it's it's pretty slim pickings right now. So at least for there, what at least for now, what the Libertarian Party is representing is a massive vote of no confidence. Now, you were mentioning great great well, hold on, hold on because we're making... Okay, but listen, in Kansas, a deep red state if 10,000 votes was enough to get Chris – is it Chris Kobach to not get reelected, what no, do you want to bet that was, maybe he wasn't representing the traditional conservative he, values of he, Kansas? Chris Kobach had his own issues, exactly. and I get that. But he would have been far better than Laura Kelly. And in, in here in Wichita, we had that third party, Lindy Wells, and that gave us Brandon Whipple for four years. And I just my, – my worry is that couldn't – couldn't libertarians – try and merge with the Republican Party and make changes from within. Well, there are some doing that. So there are libertarians in, uh, it's called the Republican Liberty Caucus. So like you if go. you think of Rand Paul, you think of Thomas yes. Massey. That's happening. And, they're and by effective. the way, and, and there's been some effect there. I mean, and, you got to keep in mind. I'm not, mind, a, I'm not I'm against a, them doing a, that either. I got a one-minute break, so, yeah. but you got to keep in mind. I mean, the <laughs> the libertarians on the third on your on your presidential ticket last time, the guy who came in third 
was a guy with a boot on his head. So I yes. mean, it's, you know, I want you to be viable, but I, I just am afraid libertarians are spoilers, and I'd almost wish they'd, they'd kind of join. Before I, before we end, I want to make sure people, it's LPKS. It is. If Donald Trump hadn't run up $7 trillion in debt while uh, amassing gun control more than the last four presidents behind him and working with the CDC to implement uh, 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 lockdowns and and mandates, maybe he would have gotten more libertarian votes. I don't know what to tell you. He probably could have. You listen to the John Whitmer Show. We'll be back right after this. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.